that's the part of human nature I don't think that probably has changed. No, right? that's like, true. I think we've that's true. probably always been that way. Right. It's just the path of least resistance has gotten even less right. resistance. We've, yeah, we've removed more and more and more resistance, which is fascinating because you would think that would make our lives better. But in a weird way, sometimes it makes our lives not better. Yeah. Because sometimes we need the uh, resistance. Human 101. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind. We took a week off and now we're back. Glad to be hanging out with you again in the studio. My name's Kara, hanging out with Anson and Zoe, and it's a beautiful fall day outside. Hope you're getting to enjoy that as well. Let's kick it off with Zoe and On Repeat. Yes, my On Repeat is Give You Love by Jessica Malboy. I hope I'm saying that right. Yay, Ooh, with confidence. <laughs> and Jason Derulo. So it's your heard this song pumping through the Real FM airwaves, I was like, I'm moving. Like, <laughs> automatically this song is making oh, yeah. me move. It's a jam. Was, it just made me so happy. I'm like, this is an awesome song. Yeah. And it reminded me of kind of some classic songs like We Are Family or oh, Somebody yeah. to Lean On. Just like this very communal loving mm-hmm. kind of song. And I don't know anything about this artist, Jessica Malboy. So, of course, in pure Zoe fashion, I went to the <laughs> internet to give you some fun facts about this artist. <laughs> She is from Australia. Oh, nice. Yes. She's an Aussie. And uh, she does a lot of rhythm, blues, pop music. She's a singer-songwriter. And she's widely known for doing the 2006 she competed in the Australian Idol. Oh. And I have to think Australian Idol. That's right. (laughs) Down under. Uh, And another interesting fun fact is when she was 14 years old, she won a talent search and acquired a contract with Sony BMG. But the funny, sad Part of it is the single that she produced was a country rendition of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh. And it did not find an audience. <laughs> Imagine um, that. <laughs> and so her contract expired. Oh, no. <laughs> which is a sad thing. But I got to give her cred because she was determined to keep pushing on. Like yeah. she didn't let this you know, disappointment, this flop, it's keep her from pursuing music. And so she's had a very successful, continuous Australian singing career and she's worked in some Beyonce tours. And so she's been here and there, but this is the first time I've been introduced to her. So wow. Very interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. And I just love this song because, you know, the lyrics just spoke to me as someone who is a workaholic who needs to be picked up. And so here's some of the lyrics. Everybody knows that the struggle is real. Mm, Ah, that's our motto, right? That's right. But they don't know the pain you feel. Mm. And everybody say that you make it look easy. Mm. But when the road gets rough, let me take the wheel. It feels kind of like something Jesus would say to me. That's right. (laughs) Like, let let me take over. You're terrible at driving. Let me do this. And then it continues. So if your heart is heavy, let me give you love. If your legs won't hold you, let me pick you up. If your hands are shaking and you're barely holding on onto your dreams when you're feeling low, let me give you love. And so it's just like a really sweet, empowering, comforting song. And I was thinking it from the frame of like a community or friends or even God, Mm -hmm. just these people coming around to lift you up. And then I looked at the music video, but I don't like it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And it's terrible. I'm kind of picky when it comes to music videos, so this shouldn't be a surprise, but I was expecting like 
something da- something else. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, interpretive dance was not what I was thinking <laughs> was going to happen. I have a so, new. Uh, I'm so disappointed. I'm like, what is? Ugh. I clicked <laughs> off. I just couldn't keep going because it's like a boy and a girl and white and a empty uh-huh. space, and I'm like, what on earth? It's not what I was imagining, but you know what? Teach their own. Every artist has their own outlet. Um, Just not what I was thinking of when I listened to the song in my car swaying back and forth. But anyway, so that is what I've got on repeat. It is a good song, despite the disappointing music video for Zoe. Yes. And I was going to add, if you need a fun fact for uh, Jason Derulo, the second artist on the uh, on the track, almost every song of his that's like his original song, he like either intros the song or the outro of the song has him singing his own name which i've always what? found very very funny <laughs> if you've ever really listened funny. to one of his songs Give this jason, is, this derulo little, like, jason derulo oh my gosh <laughs> so in case you were yes. wondering yeah. in case you forgot who right. was singing yes. the song yeah oh wow that's great <laughs> i kind of just feel like i need to incorporate that I just, into I just, my own life i was somehow. just gonna say like, you just every time every i just walk into a room yeah like, hey i'm handsome by uh, yeah, we gotta use that. Yeah, that's legit. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. So it's my turn for on pause this week. Going a little more serious. Didn't last last time were we talking about emotional support animals? Mm-hmm. That was yes. this is a very serious fun. topic, Kara. It's a very serious topic, and this is tangentially related <laughs> okay. to that. Uh, how about emotional support habits? Uh, this is something we talked about on the show this week. Uh, it comes from an article from NPR about research that's been done recently about seven healthy habits. And it's been found that people who maintain most of them, so five or more of these habits, have a 57% lower risk of depression, which is actually pretty significant. Yeah. And we talked about this a lot on the show this week. They're they're not necessarily new, amazing, like, I've never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. You mean that helps with depression? Right. Sleep Sleep is the number one. (laughs) Yeah. The power of rest. So yeah, like seven to nine hours of sleep a night, essential. Exercise, Mm. definitely been proven in some cases more effective than medication. And especially if you use it, I think, in conjunction with medication. Mm. That's something I've found in my life. It helps my medicine work better. You Um, get your blood moving. You get the oxygen going. Makes sense. All the hormones that are released. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Good nourishment is another one. Limiting alcohol and tobacco use, limiting sedentary time, cutting back on screen time, and then cultivating friendships and social connections through hobbies. So those are the seven habits that have been shown to significantly help with mental health. So here's my question for (laughs) us today. Since none of these are new, they significantly help why is it so hard to do things that we know are good for us? <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Why is it so hard? Because like I read through this list yesterday. We talked about it and mm-hmm. I was like, yep, uh-huh. Seen that in my life. Yep, it's all true. Why don't I do those? <laughs> like, And sometimes I do. And I'll go through seasons where I'm better at doing maybe a few of them. Yeah. And then I'll just totally fall off the wagon. And I'm like, why? Why are these things so hard to develop and maintain? Why is it hard to do what we know is good for us to do? Yeah. <laughs> That's my question. I think... Honestly, it's because we don't have to do them Mm. anymore. 
Like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. all this talk about how like mental health issues are on the rise. It's getting right. worse and worse. Yeah. Exactly. And people want to blame technology and all whatever. I, I think it, those things probably are to blame, but in more of a tangential way. Uh-huh. It's not like just TV is rotting your brain all right. on its own. I mean, maybe some of it is. I don't know. But I think the cumulative effect of all of our kind of habits having changed as a result of the mm. way our technology and like our culture has changed, mm, yeah. like adds up to a really big difference. Like if you just take each of those habits, like one by one, yeah. think about how differently our culture and people had to kind of interact with those things, say a hundred years ago yeah. or 200 years ago. Sleep, for example, right? Yeah. It used to be like, I, I went camping this last weekend. Yeah. Okay. And the sun goes down <laughs> at like seven o'clock and you're like, well, what do we do now? Yeah. Like, well, I guess we can sit around the fire and talk. And so you do that for a couple hours and now it's nine. Right. And you're like, well, now what do we do? You're like, <laughs> maybe well, we can either keep talking <laughs> or we can just go to bed Yeah, because the sun's going to rise early in the morning tomorrow. And then we're going to get up because yes, that's the what sun happens. is going to be up mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to keep sleeping. That's right. But now like we have artificial lights, we have blackout curtains. Yes. We can avoid the natural rhythms mm-hmm. of the sun going up and down. Right. Yes. Or then you take uh, nourishment, for example, like we have so much more access to mm. junk food than we had previously. Yeah. Exercise is a really obvious one as well. Right. Mm-hmm. In the past, like what did you do for work? You worked on a farm or you, yeah. Like, yeah. you got exercise naturally and now we sit in front of our screens all day most of us at work and we have to literally come up with like artificial exercise Mm -hmm. like we have to go to a place and like move weights up and down for no reason (laughs) because we don't do it or like run on a wheel like a hamster to come up with like a reason to actually move our bodies. Oh my yeah. god! Because we so don't true. do that naturally anymore, right? Um, and I think it like goes right on down the list. You're right. Like hobbies, community, too. community yeah. all of these things. Mm. I was talking about what do you do when you're sitting at home waiting on the sun to go down? You know, maybe yes. you get together with some other people and you do some knitting or crocheting or right. whatever Play the case cards. may be. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they used to do. And yeah. now we have all of these other entertainment options available mm. to us. And so I don't think it's this typical, mm. you know, old man yells at cloud kind of approach <laughs> of like. Yeah. Technology is terrible. And so like, no, there's a lot of those things that are really great for us. Right. But when you combine all of them together, Mm. it results in a situation where like we don't have to do any of those things. Right. And so when we don't have to do them. Yeah. It's a lot harder to do them. Right. Mm. Because our bodies and our minds default to the path of least resistance. Exactly. Right. So it's I'm, a lot easier to stay right. up late and eat ice cream and yeah. not go run on the hamster wheel. Right. You know? <laughs> and stay home and like not seek out community because right. I'm tired at the end of a day in a week. And it seems like more work, even though in the long run, it'll probably be better for me. Right. It right. feels like the path of least resistance to be like, no, yeah. I just want to sit here and watch this show f- until I die. And like, that's, <laughs> that's the part of human nature. I don't think that probably has changed. No, right? that's like, true. I think we've that's true. probably always been that way. Right. It's just the path of least resistance has gotten even less right. resistance. We've removed, yeah. Like, yeah, we've removed more and more and more resistance. Right. And so mm-hmm. therefore, which is fascinating because you would think that would make our lives better. But in a weird way, sometimes it makes our lives not better. Yeah. Because sometimes we need the resistance. Uh, human right. 101. It's so fascinating. <laughs> sometimes right? we need hard things or struggle or difficulty when we make everything easy. We don't know what's easy. best for us. Yeah, right. right. We don't. Exactly. So that is a super... Easy is not always better. Right. Easy is not always better. So then how do we overcome the, the resistance to a lack of resistance? Like, how do we overcome that and, and choose these things that are like, I know this stuff is good for me, but man, it's harder than it feels like it should be to make the 
choices that I know are good for me. Well, since I had a great answer ready for your yeah. last question, I will take a stab at this question too and awesome. say, I have no idea. I have no idea. Nice. <laughs> See, I feel Perfect. like my solution is so extreme and it, like not possible, okay. but I see these posts on Instagram because I'm a little bit of a hippie. Uh, like <laughs> I'm a little bit of a hippie. A little bit like, you know, like exactly what Anson was talking about. We're out of rhythm with how I think God designed us to be in harmony with his creation. Mm-hmm. See, I sound like a hippie. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> okay. you know, the sleep pattern mm-hmm. with the sun and the moon and being yeah. outside and how good it is for our mental health. And having a garden this past summer was super eye opening and exciting just to see how much work it takes to grow mm. green peppers. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, it's nuts, so much work, but it's so satisfying and it feels mm. so fulfilling. So all that to say, sometimes I follow these people on Instagram who are like, you know, the traditional homemaker women, you know, yeah, who yeah. are out on the farm. They're like, I need to convince all my friends to buy 100 acres and we can all live on a, oh on a little community <laughs> farm together. And I'm Just like, I all would, the way back. I would the way. love that. Like, let's all have some animals and have our farm. <laughs> and like it, it, in, a, in an idealist way, it sounds, sounds amazing. Ideally. Yeah. It sounds very like slow, relaxed, you um, know. You work with your hands and sure. I'm an extrovert. So like being in a community that's always interacting and helping each other. I know that's probably your nightmare. See, Cara. I'm like, no, no, uh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds fun to me. Awesome. <laughs> but I know that to do that is an extreme thing, right? Like, and you cut yourself off from, you know, rest of society going Amish, right? Or whatever. And I would not go Amish. That's too far for me. There's <laughs> levels. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like there's gotta be a balance, which is what I'm like realistically yeah. trying to achieve. Having my little hobby garden. Right. Sam and I like to go hiking and we want to go camping. And so right. doing those things to get into nature, yeah. to move our bodies. I sometimes beat myself up for not working out as much. And then I have to remind myself with like a positive affirmation, like any kind of movement yep. is good movement. So Absolutely. even if I just go on a walk or do a little bit of stretching, whatever, like any movement is good movement. That's true. So That's those true. little things try to implement. I yeah. do think you're onto something there with balance. And like I, the thing that always comes to mind, to, for me, when I think about like trying to build healthy habits of any mm. kind is the word sustainability. Yeah. Like, because I feel like totally. so many of our efforts to create healthy habits are unsustainable. Yes. Right. Right. Absolutely. We're like, I'm going to get up at this time or go to bed at this time and it's not realistic yeah. or I'm going to eat this like really restrictive diet and it's really tough and you can't keep it going for right. longer than a month or two yeah. uh, because it's so restrictive or I'm going to just jump right into this crazy exercise routine and try to keep it up yeah. and inevitably fall off the wagon in a couple months, figuring out how to build sustainable habits, I feel like is really the hard part. And And, motivation too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of it, right? Because motivation Mm. is, is a very like fluid thing. It's not going to stay all the time. No. In an ideal world, right? Like if I want to build an exercise habit, I want to go run every morning. I want to be motivated to go run every morning. Realistically, I'm not. Yeah. Like that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Some mornings, every once in a while, I wake up and I am motivated. Yeah. But I'm also going to have mornings where I'm not. And that's like the key to a sustainable habit is something that persists even when motivation yep. disappears. Yep. Because if it's built on motivation, motivation yeah. is going to fail you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to have it all of the time. Mm-hmm. And so I, there's not like a magic elixir like solution to that. Mm. And I think it probably has to look different for each person because each person is motivated differently and, you know, has different definitions of sustainability in different areas. Some people can stick to a stricter diet than other people can or whatever. Mm. But I I think that's a key thing we have to realize is that like, if, if we're going to just 
try to rely on being motivated. Yeah. Eventually it's, it's mm, going to fail us yeah. because motivation is just not a bottomless well. Yeah. Like feelings it's going are to fickle. Run out. Yeah. It yeah. Kind They're going to betray you. At some yeah. Point. It kind of, I don't know if this is a perfect analogy, but it reminds me of like just being married. Sometimes you're annoyed with your spouse, but right. you still have to choose to love them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And even yeah. if you're like mildly annoyed with them. So like with a habit, right. you have to choose to do it even if you don't really want to. Exactly. Right. But sometimes like the power of habit is, the more you do it, the more automatic yeah. it becomes, even yes. if you don't want to. And that's, yeah. that's like where all of the science of habits is really fascinating. Okay, identifying what are those factors that help me build those sustainable habits? Yeah. The number one thing that's been helpful to me, and this may be very much like unique to my personality, so yeah. I don't know that it would help everyone. But the biggest thing that helps me is what I would call like eliminating choice. Yeah. So like if I that's think good. about a habit as a choice that I have to or get to make. Yeah. That's when I get in trouble. Yeah, so like, for example, there are lots of habits that I have failed at uh, setting up and building and maintaining. But one that I have figured out kind of at least for this period of my life is exercise. Yeah. You're and doing really well at that. The main thing that has helped me to like really create that habit is eliminating choice. Yeah. Like when I get up in the morning and it's a run day, I run. And yeah. there is no option not to run. <laughs> like there yeah. is literally two things that I have decided yeah. will keep me from running. And that is if there's lightning yeah. or if there's so much ice on the ground, I will mm. slip and break mm. my tailbone. Yeah, Those bad. are the only two reasons yeah. that I get not to run. Yeah. If it's really hot, if it's really cold, if I'm really tired, if I stayed up late the night before, literally nothing else affects yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Maybe if I'm like, puking my guts out or something. I was going to say, maybe if you're like but really like, ill. But otherwise, even if I don't really feel very good, like yeah, it's just still. not an option. Yeah. Wow. And I've had to like over time, like create that yeah. environment of like, it's not a choice because if I wake up and I think, do I want to run today? <laughs> yeah. The answer would almost always be no. No. Yeah. And I like running. I know. That's, and I that's still the thing. don't want to do it in that moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I'm done, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Everyone says that all the time. But mm. actually getting out and doing it like you have to eliminate the, the choice. Option. Yeah. Mm. And, that's a, that's and smart. For me, I had to make it really, really strict. Right. right. Like it doesn't matter if it's raining, doesn't matter if it's snowing. Right. Because if I started to allow those excuses to creep in, right. it started opening up choice again. Yeah. Right. Because there are so many excuses I could make. Yeah. And some of them not completely invalid. Right. Yeah. Like, it's really rainy and cold outside. Or I had to stay up till 2 a.m. last night with a mm. child that was sick. Or, yeah. Right. Like, those are real. Yeah. So it, it would be nice to sleep in an extra hour this morning and my body kind of needs it. But if I want to create this habit and I want to stick to it, I can't open myself up mm -hmm. to that choice. Yeah. There are probably moments or like times where that could be an unhealthy thing for certain mm -hmm. people in yeah. certain contexts. Sure. So I'm not saying that that's probably like the solution to everything. Like sometimes you need to let go of something or take right. a break or whatever. Totally. Yeah. But at least for me. Like in that context, eliminating choice seems to be like the number one yeah. thing that helps me. Another just like super random example of this is like I create random rules for myself about certain habits. Yeah. So I like to drink a Coke sometimes, mm -hmm. but I decided and this is arbitrary. There's no science behind it. Sure. I just decided at one point. I was drinking Coke like almost every day. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to have a drink of soda if I had one the day before. Mm, so if I have a drink good. the next day, I can't. Yeah. Right. Eventually, then I was able to do that. And I was like, you know what? I think I should probably drink a little less. So it turned into only two drinks a week. Yeah. Right. And so and then I applied that to any kind of non water or sugary drink. Right. Yeah. So only two 
drinks yeah. of some kind per week. Fancy drinks. Yeah, week. yeah. exactly. And, yeah. and so that just became my rule. And so now I have like a, a budget basically for oh, my interesting for See? my drinks yeah, each week. Cool. And if it's like Monday and I drink a drink, I'm like, mm. well, now I got to get through the whole rest of the week. Yeah. And I only get one more. That's smart. So then Monday night rolls around and I go, do I want this drink or do I want to save it for later? Oh, yeah. I go, well, maybe I want to save it for later. And, and so then I start making decisions differently than if I just have like endless options, all the unlimited yeah. options. Mm. So I guess it goes back to that whole like path of least resistance thing. It's yes. like if if. There's no natural resistance. Oh, you have to you have to kind create of create some, some artificial mm, resistance, that's really right? Interesting. Like yeah, by Makes some sense. artificial rules or eliminating choice or whatever. Right, right. Like that's I, interesting. I have to make the easy way out not always an option. Mm. And it makes um, it more satisfying too, right? Because if you only have that one fancy sugary whatever yeah. sweet drink i think so yeah if by the end of the week you're like i'm ready that's for kind it. of it's my like special so... treat kind of yeah. thing yeah. it's true right. that's a good point yeah so i i do think that helps too yeah it makes me think of kendra adachi her name is the lazy genius she's written a book about like a whole system of basically <laughs> making decisions in life and and how she kind of processes those and she has several like principles you walk through and one of them is decide what matters mm -hmm. and that is what matters to you. Mm -hmm. So Anson, you've decided that a running habit is super important to you, to right. your mental health, mm -hmm. to your physical health. So you've decided what matters. And then another principle is decide once. And that way you eliminate because making decisions takes mm -hmm. effort and it's hard and oh, we're yeah. weak and we're not motivated. And yes. so she's like, figure out the thing that matters to you and then decide once and that's what you did with your running yeah you that decided. makes it i was like i decided i'm going to run yes. five days a week right mm. and if so now the decision's made right and ah. the decision is yeah. made whether like these are the two times that i will allow myself to not run when it's lightning and when it's icing yeah. or whatever and and <laughs> so I, yeah <laughs> and so you decided once about that and that mm. eliminated that decision yeah that's that a stress. good way of putting it yeah and the same thing with your sugary drinks i've decided once and then I don't have to make that decision every day or every week. Yeah. I eliminate that stress from my life. So maybe that's one way we can make some of these hacks and some of these things easier in our lives. Like decide one time about and, and you may have to reevaluate in different sure. seasons. And I think you can do that. Of course. But then you're not facing that decision again every single day. Yeah. And I think that's mm, no. such helpful framing, too, because yeah. you could look at these things as like really restricting. Yeah. Like I think of it kind of like as a financial budget. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to budget because then I, I can't know. ever buy anything fun or I can't. Right. Like, but really, I think it's like an enabling thing. Yeah. Like, no, now you Seems can go like... out to eat guilt free. Right. Because you know you have the money for it. Right. Instead of wondering if you're going to be able to pay your bills later. Right. 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 And I think it's the same thing yeah. with like the framing you're talking about is like, OK, it's not, oh, I only get to have two drinks mm -hmm. a week. It's this is important to me. It right. matters to me that I'm healthy. Yeah. And so I've already made a decision that yeah. I get to have two drinks a week. Yeah. And and that framing of like, Having already made the decision is a reducer of stress. It is not yeah. a, not an addition exactly. of stress of being like restricted and not right. being able to do what I want. Right. It's funny how sometimes boundaries and guidelines uh -huh. to walk along make life easier because yeah. less stressful. But sometimes yeah. this idea that oh, I want to be free, I want to do whatever I want, whenever I want, all the time, anytime, right? Yeah. Right. But it's more satisfying. Yep. To have those boundaries, to have those kind of the rules you've set for yourself, Anson. Yeah. But I also think about sometimes. Like the rules God sets for us mm -hmm. and like how mm -hmm. that can actually be a helpful way yeah. to, to walk down life. And it's not restrictive at all. Right. And it kind of comes back to the very beginning of our discussion, mm -hmm. right? About like 
the sun going up and yeah, down. Exactly. And like, there are some kind of natural rules, if you natural will, rules. to the way the universe works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we've kind of continued to allow ourselves more and more freedom to ignore those. Right. Sometimes <laughs> it's kind of gotten ourselves into trouble. Yeah. We're discovering it's it's not always what's best for us. Yeah. Fast forward. It is my turn for fast forward. One of the things that I am currently looking forward to, and I'm going to go back to one of my hobbies and my passions that we were just talking about is running. Yeah. And I just signed up for a new race that's going on in December and it's a trail run. (gasps) Oh. Out at New Life Ranch, which oh. is uh, a ranch kind of near where we're at here in northwest Arkansas, just over the border in Oklahoma. Yeah. And it's a 10 kilometer trail run Ooh. kind of through all of their property. That's new. You've on, never done one of those, have you? I have not. So okay. I've always done like road races up to this yeah. point. Yeah. Running this on the will street. have stones and dirt That's and right. stuff. And I was mountains. like, you know what? Running isn't hard <laughs> enough. What if... <laughs> We added hills and obstacles. Ooh, Ooh, That sounds exciting to me. I actually am looking forward to it, and I think it will be a lot of fun. I I was kind of like, it feels almost wrong to live (laughs) in Arkansas, the natural state, and only running on roads. Uh, We have have so many amazing (laughs) trails around here. And my dog, my running buddy, Arrow, we went camping this last weekend and did some hiking with Arrow, and he loved it. He was just like in his element, getting to traipse through the woods. Oh, that's so fun. And so I was like, I think he would really, really enjoy doing some runs through the woods as well. Oh, yes. He runs with me every day. That's awesome. um, Because if he doesn't, he goes nuts. Yeah, he's got it. He has to have his exercise. But I really think he's going to enjoy the trail running thing too. So I'm kind of excited about this. I I will admit, like part of why I haven't done it up to this point is I've kind of been intimidated by it. Yeah, that's fair. I I am not great at trying new things. Oh, so I kind of get into my thing and I'm like, okay, I know this route. I know this thing. I know how to do this. I've done it a few times. I'm comfortable with this. I feel confident. Totally fair. And I get kind of stuck in it. And then like an opportunity comes along (laughs) to do something new and I'm like, oh no. What if I look like an idiot? What if I don't know how to do it? What if I do it wrong? Right. I get it. And so one of the ways that I kind of help myself break out of that is just making the decision Uh ahead of time. So I sign up for a race. (laughs) Yeah. That's I'm great. signed up. I paid the money. Now I got to train. I have to do it. Now it's like if I don't practice before then, I'll really look like an idiot. Yes. <laughs> I'll really do it wrong. That's a good way to do it. So I've got to do it now. Right. Oh, man. So anyway, I'm looking forward to that. There's something about just like running through the forest and yes. stuff in the fall, too. Oh, but I think it's just going to be really fun. Beautiful. Like with all the leaves and yeah. the cool, crisp weather and the like. Totally. I don't know. So I'm, I'm looking forward to trying something a little new. Yeah. Breaking up my like routine just a little bit. I think, yeah, running on some uh, some yeah. mountain bike trails and stuff is going to be a lot of fun. So when you train, where are you, are you going to train for that? Yeah. So there are a couple options here in Salem Springs where okay. we live. Yeah. There's a, a, a City Lake Park okay. has some mountain bike trails and stuff oh, that you perfect. can run on. Yeah. And then uh, actually John Brown University where <gasps> okay, we work. Yeah. They have a bunch of mountain bike trails I and even a cross that. country trail. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. That are actually, I think, really great. I, I haven't been on them wow. yet, but I'm going to find out. That's so. cool. Yeah. And I was like, looking up like can you run on mountain bike trails is that yes. bad like do people get mad at you when is you that do allowed? that it's gotta like, yeah. be courteous yes it is and you, yeah you pay attention to your surroundings yes. yeah. and the biker's way and stuff yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you can do all that so. how cool yeah good so for you I'm, like i said i'm in arkansas like there's actually I mean, like tons of opportunities like i just a good need idea. to go do it there's probably like lots of people who live in other places like, right who where love. i used to live in kansas who would probably kill for like a wooded mm. oh yeah like, a wooded. mountainy like kind of hiking trail <laughs> and we just have 
have them everywhere. I'm like, I, know. I would not be a good Arkansan That's right. runner if I'm not <laughs> taking advantage of this. So well, I'm going to do it. You. He's <laughs> doing it. All right. Well, whether you are biking, walking, running this week, I uh, hope you have a good week and we'll see you again next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.